There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. 721, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's National Cheap Flight Day. Ooh, where are we going? Is today really the best day to buy plane tickets? And you've heard the phrase, bros before hoes. <laughs> that rule might actually be dead. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of August. 2023, we're Jeff and Jen. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news that we think probably should have, because it's interesting, on Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, so if you have been waiting to buy plane tickets for the holidays, it is National Cheap Flight Day, which is supposedly the best day to buy, although some people say it's just a lot of hype. What does a cheap flight actually mean to you? To me, I would say under $200. Yes, I would agree with that. Under $200 to go anywhere? Cheap flight. Yeah, nonstop. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to get Domestically. Yeah, I'm not going to get to Germany for 200 bucks, but I could fly to Florida or Denver or something. Like sometimes if you hop on like Frontier or Legion, some of those like discounted ones. (laughs) Well, this has been a thing since 2015, National Cheap Flight Day, a site called... Cheapo Air says that according to their data, holiday plane tickets tend to hit rock bottom today. Okay. And that's, it's not totally baseless. Prices do usually start dropping in June and they keep going down throughout the month of August. So now is a good time to buy for a lot of us. But experts say there isn't really one best day to buy. Cheap flight day is just based on the overall average, and it really depends on when and where exactly you're flying to. So in general, the best prices tend to be one to three months before you fly. Not sure if you've booked your plane tickets for the next trip, but if you're one to three months out, that would be a good time, or two to eight months if you're flying internationally. You're flying to another country. Gosh, could you imagine two, eight months from now, you already got your tickets? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, I've had to book that far out for international flights. Before, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and mainly for the best seat selection. And I'll oh, be surprised yeah. to get on there and see that many... It's already sold many, out. Well, many mm-hmm. seats have been sold. Yeah, that's point. crazy, though. I mean, don't they just change the flight like a million times? You just keep getting updated on time changes and stuff. I feel like 
How do they? How do the airlines know in eight months they're going to be able to pull all this off? Uh, on the international ones, not as often, but on the domestic ones, it feels like if I book out three or four months in advance, about once a month, there's some kind of slight change, time adjustment, which I wouldn't normally mind. That is, if I didn't have to make a connection, and then it becomes something I have to pay attention to, like a deal. Yeah, yeah. but whatever you do, just don't wait until the last minute, no matter where you're going. Don't wait to the last minute and expect to find crazy deals a week before you fly because according to one expert, deals like that used to be a thing but basically don't exist anymore. Mm. Also this morning, the ladies' version of bros before hoes is what? Sisters before misters? Something along those lines. Something along that line, yeah. Uh, or chicks before yeah. something I That's can't say. That's what I was thinking. I, I couldn't say that. I was trying to find a PG <laughs> way of, uh, where, of saying that, and I was like, hmm. Well, according to this, those rules might not exist anymore. See, I always wondered about bros before hoes because I feel like when you guys are younger, maybe you feel that way, like bros before hoes. But when you start realizing all of the things that the women bring to the table for you, wouldn't you want to pick your lady instead of your friend sometimes, you know, in the love department, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you surround yourself with the people that, are, you know, bring all the good things to your world, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to make the decision to support Decide. those specific people yes. and lose the rule. Right. And then they understand, like, oh, I understand why you had to pick her instead yeah. of me or him. Yeah. So someone... This is a long time ago. Before I was married, someone had said to me, expressed interest. Like had said, hey, I'd like to, uh, you know, explore this. Go on a date with you? Are you down? I was like, well, I mean, I am. But, you know, you kind of like, didn't you and uh, Chip have a thing there for a while? And she's like, yeah, but that's not happening. And I've told him that. Mm. I'm like, I I feel like I should just. And Chip was your buddy. He was a buddy. He was your super bestie. So I talked to him directly. I just felt like honesty is the best policy. And I just said, listen, you know, she's, she's approached me with this. I'm interested, but I know that, you know, you had a thing for her and that you kind of explored that. It didn't really go anywhere. So if this is going to be a problem, tell me, and I won't, you know, I gave him that option. He's like, no, man, it's totally cool. I said, if you're, positive this is not an issue but and i really and i believed him because i didn't feel like he was all that emotionally involved mm-hmm. you know I, he was definitely attracted to her Had but i hooked up no uh, okay maybe that would have made a difference you think or no yeah it might have made a difference but like i didn't feel like he was emotionally invested in that at all so that to me was like yeah yeah. Take it or leave it, kind of thing. Like if it was like somebody he that he really it. fell for, right. somebody the that he that he felt like he had some real emotional connection to, then I wouldn't have even brought it up. Mm-hmm. But it it was so short, it was so fleeting, and it just appeared it was more of a physical attraction. And then when it was clear that she wasn't interested, I just out of respect to him it approached him with it. He was he was fine with it, and and we were fine. But Ultimately, you guys, we that fine. was all within like the same group, though, like. Didn't you guys all it hang was, out together? And we were a somewhat incestuous group see, to begin and that's with. How I there feel was a lot like, of that going but on. See, that's how a lot of groups are. A lot of groups are like, well, I hooked up with Jeff and nah, 
I'm going to hook up with Tim and who, right. you know, I mean, it feels like sometimes you don't even have to have that conversation because the group is all like, okay, we have all known each other since they all graduated from Purcell that same year and yeah. they still hang out together 20 Roger years Bacon, ago. Yeah. Whatever school, yeah. fill in your we school We all have year. this story. We all have this friend group. <laughs> yes. But that's what I'm saying though. It feels like a lot of times some of the group dynamics are interchangeable without having to conversate. Yeah. But there mm-hmm. was a time like back in the day when if if there was even so much as a fleeting interest, you couldn't even Oh yeah. You know? That's mine. Right. Off limits. Uh, like that used to be such a violation, which yeah. I always thought was stupid. Totally. I mean, if it's if it's really I value our friendship. If it's really gonna cause a problem here, then fine. You know, yeah, it's not worth that. When I think about bros before hoes, I think about guys wanting to hang out amongst their friends instead of hanging out with their lady that night or their man or whatever. You know what I, I mean? What you mean? Like, I feel like when they're like bros before hoes, it's because they want to go to the golf outing all day and not come, you know. Fridays for the boys. Lay, yeah. Like lay around with you or whatever it is you got going on. Yeah. Well, a new poll by dating.com found that most single people no longer need the, <clears throat> excuse me, most single people no longer need the approval of friends or family to keep dating someone. Uh, 71% claim their friends' Wait. opinions have little to no impact on who they choose to date. And 57% would even be willing to end a friendship if the person didn't like their partner. Oh, dang. You got it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, now, I have a handful of people in my world that have done that. I mean, that it didn't work out, you know, like... Hey, they're dating that person. No one likes that person. We don't hang out with we, her anymore. We can't tell you that because we're trying yeah. to respect your thing. Plus, you can't unring the bell. And then it right? just it just fades. Yep. And then she starts hanging out with all of their friends and his mm. friends. And that's just kind of the course yeah. of some relationships. It does feel like that. Yeah. A lot of the time we think our friends and family are just jealous. You know, that's why you don't like him. You're just jealous You're just that jealous I'm in love. Yeah. You're just jealous that I'm happy. I'm finally happy. But we also don't want to hear it. You know, if you if if we're in a relationship and we're head over heels in love with this person and you don't like them, don't tell me. Yeah. Because it's only going to make me mad at you. And there are some people who'd be like, bro, tell me if she's not cool, bro. Yeah. And you can't, even though uh, they, that's not no, I don't, they, It doesn't work that way, yeah. man. <laughs> you just got to sit it out. Hope for the best. Right. Often. No, I mean, you got you to gotta do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. 54%, however, have been told to stop dating someone, but it, but it, it, they felt it was really based on jealousy. You just can't stand the fact that I'm happy for once. You just can't. Just let me have this. You just can't let me have this one thing. So the poll found men are less likely than women to care what... Friends or family think. Yeah, guys yeah, don't care. Totally, they don't. I don't care if you like her or not. But there is still one person guys want approval from. 92% say if they were to ask for approval from anyone. Their mom. It would be their mom. I knew mm-hmm. it. Because <laughs> if this does turn into something, that's mm-hmm. I'm going to need these two to get along. Did your mom usually like the women you dated? Or did, did she? she liked all of them. Mm-hmm. She just didn't necessarily like them for me. Like she saw, okay, that makes sense. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. 
No, she. I didn't say that. <laughs> I feel uh, she's very nice. I feel like Scott may be the only person I've ever dated that my parents have actually liked. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Really? Oh yeah. Out of all the relationships from high school into college and to whatever, I think I finally found one that they actually like. Wow. Okay, coming up. Has anyone ever told you that you were a bad house guest? Did it get to that point? <laughs> Not to my face. <laughs> Not to your face. All right, we got that story coming up. Plus, if you're a loser... A Burger King in Pennsylvania has a job opening for you. As your news that did make the news continues next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So I was reading this article the other day and it said the perfect way to spice up your love life is to make love in a car wash. <laughs> Let me tell you guys from experience, no, it is not. Because <laughs> that's also the perfect way to ruin a church fundraiser. <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm selling this is a big day for me because last Friday was my last day at my day job, man. I'm a full time comic. I'm living the dream. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Here's the funny part is I kind of haven't told my job yet. <laughs> I'm just letting them figure it out on their own, all right? told my dad that he's like you can't do that you gotta give him two weeks notice two weeks notice two weeks notice I was like no how about I give him two weeks two notice that's right that way if they don't I'll be expecting another check now won't I <laughs> it's known as a win-win situation That's comedian Pete Lee, Jeff and Jen. Have you ever welcomed a guest into your home and said, make yourself at home? Yes. Mi casa, su casa. But they took it a little too literally and maybe walked around the house, your house, in their underwear. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's happening to everybody in a way. 72% of people say they've told guests to make a space their own. And of those people, almost all of them have regretted it at one point. The worst behaviors people have seen from guests are expecting to be fed more meals than you plan to serve, overstaying their welcome. I remember that. Didn't Jen have like a house squatter that just was passing through that one time and he ended up staying for like two weeks. Oh, yeah. She oh, finally, God, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And that she, was so weird. It was weird. He was like, oh, hey, I'm traveling through Cincinnati and she like 
randomly knew him. I wish she was here to tell the whole details, but she like randomly knew him through like something. She thought it was going to be for a night, for a night maybe or two. two. And it was like two weeks. She find she was remember she came to work and she was like, I think I have a squatter. Right. We're like, what? Yeah. What happened? I vaguely remember that. And yeah. it wasn't even someone she knew well. No, it was like some dude that was like, I'm past. It was like somebody that she knew through one of her groups, I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all of a sudden he just wouldn't leave. <laughs> Yeah, hogging the bathroom, making a mess, keeping you up too late, waking you up too early, arriving uninvited, drinking too much alcohol, drinking too much of your alcohol, breaking something. And 35%, those are all issues that Mm -hmm. we've seen. Those are the worst behaviors people have seen from guests. And 35% of people say they've actually been in a situation that got inconsiderate enough that they had to tell the person, you're being a bad guest. Oh, gosh. That's got to be a hard... It's unclear if they actually use that phrase. Mm-hmm. But that's like shouting, bad dog. Yeah. I can only think of one situation uh, years ago. Chris had befriended this girl on Twitter, and they met at a coffee shop a few times, and then uh, she texted him and said, I'm in the neighborhood. I would love to stop by and just drop off something I had for you. She was there for seven Hours. Oh, man. Oh, wow. And we were like, time to go. You gotta go. Tim gets up at four in the morning. You Did gotta you say, go. Hey, we have to run down the street. Go ahead and get out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I think I ended up being rude at the end and was just like, yeah, Tracy, time you to said you were going to stop by to drop something off. We've fed you. You've posted up on our couch. You're using our Wi Fi. Yeah, it don't smell great. Uh, we don't know you very well. It's time Let's to move go. It awkward i put this yeah, up i on. mean were you good at putting like do you put hints out there or do you just are you polite 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 and then hit a breaking point uh yeah i put clues out like look i've washed the entire kitchen down oh and i've shut all the lights off kitchen's cleaned and closed it's yeah time I, to go. I, i've said things like so what are you getting into later yeah indicating not here <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? You should have just went to bed and left her off with I did. Chris. <laughs> I think I ended up doing that. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, all right, you two got this. See you, bye. Well, I was going to meet up with a friend, but I, I can hang out for a while. <laughs> Jeff, you- no, 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 no. You have to read some of these from our Q102 Facebook page. So I put this up. We were wondering, oh, you did. what's the worst thing a guest has ever done in your house? And Melanie says, smoked. It was my father-in-law, and I had to ask him not to do it again. Yeah, don't do that. Could you imagine? Don't you do that in That's crazy. Yeah. Diane said someone urinated in her artificial plant. <laughs> they were drunk. Oh, God. And then this is this is by far my favorite. Tiffany said, I had a house guest that took a picture of himself with my hand towel covering his junk, and then he hung the hand towel back up for people <laughs> to use. We're not That's friends fun. anymore. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Yes. We had a friend clog a toilet and then leave. Yeah. A lot of people are saying similar stuff to that. We had to go get a plunger. We couldn't find it. Kimberly said they broke our bed. Hello. Followed by Sarah. This house guest redecorated my entire house. They just kept moving everything around. No. Time to go. Yep. Puked all over my spare bedroom. Peed on the floor. Gross. Yeah. Did you 
Somebody in this studio mentioned peanut butter and jelly sandwiches this morning. It was just me. I just mentioned Rich it. Did. I mentioned it because I was telling you that the uh, Ross Christian Church, which is the Christian church in our neighborhood, I follow them on Facebook and they posted that they are looking for volunteers this Sunday to stop by the church and make over 200 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which they donate to our daily bread soup kitchen in downtown. And then they were requesting people to bring a jar of jelly because they had a lot of peanut butter. Oh, well, that's nice. And that's what I said. I go, well, that's really nice. But now you want a peanut butter and jelly? No, I, I was, uh, I saw a story where there's a sweepstakes to win a PB&J coffee creamer. And all I could think was, would you bother entering a sweepstakes to win a PB&J coffee creamer? No. Like, most people don't expect much when they enter sweepstakes unless they actually believe the prize patrol is going to show up at their door with a giant check for $10 million. But this is a big drop off from that. Coffee Mate is launching a sweepstakes tomorrow where they're giving away, I kid you not, peanut butter and jelly flavored coffee creamer. Mm. The jelly is strawberry, if that moves the needle for you. (laughs) Where do I sign up? It's a limited edition thing, which is why I thought, well, this might be of interest to someone like Jen because it's, again, limited edition. That's, that's, That's the dog whistle for her. They're giving away about 116-ounce bottles randomly to people who enter at pbjduo.com. It doesn't even start till tomorrow, so I couldn't tell, like, what what you'll have to do to enter beyond giving up your info. But there you know. Now you know. could be tasty if that's the kind of stuff you like in your Just coffee. Fascinated by me. Peanut butter coffee, though? I'm sure there know. is a segment of the population that would jump at that mm-hmm. and take time out of their day. I'm sure there's some sort, yeah. Okay, to work at Burger King, uh, here's the deal. You need to be at least 16 years old. Uh, you got to be cool working in a fast-paced environment. You have to be able to work well with the team, but that's not all. A Burger King in Elwood City in western Pennsylvania is looking to hire losers because the sign out front said, now hiring losers up to $14 an hour. What's that mean? Uh, I think it was supposed to say now hiring closers. Oh, that makes sense. But the C either (laughs) fell down or I don't know. That's funny. I don't know. I'll tell you that was that was my least favorite position. Somebody took it. When I worked at Wendy's, your I least hate, favorite was closing. I, I hated closing. But you got the most money though, closing, didn't you? Yeah, but Isn't I that the hated highest rate of it. It was awful. That's why they paid more. It's be- well, first of all, there were always five closing positions, so you had to close either the grill, the dining room. You were on like kitchen duty, or you had to do. There were five closing positions, so we always had to have like five people kind of doing that job. Yep. And dishes was the worst. Oh. Jeff, you would have loved it because everything got cleaned at night. Oh, like they yeah. would bring back the gigantic fry station, like covered in grease and salt. Bring Ugh. it to me. No, I hated that. Oh, I got Then you it. had to I'll wash, clean everything, dry it, and then the people had to come pick it up and take it back to the station. Ugh, yeah. it was not my fave. Well, a photo with a sign has been floating around online since Friday, so I'm assuming it's been fixed. It's very funny, though. Uh, unclear if any actual losers applied. And not to hit a BK while it's down, but that particular Elwood City Burger King in Pennsylvania only got 1.1 stars out of five on Yelp, which is not a winning score, I might add. 
Yeah. Just saying. All right, 747. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I got to tell you something I saw that I thought was really sweet. At CBG, I was in the little observation area there that you can pull into. Mm-hmm. What is that off of uh, Donald's? Is that off of Donaldson? Or Orphanage? Or not? What's it well, called? You take Donaldson until it ends and it's right there. Yeah. Commonwealth. It's kind of like Commonwealth turns into Donaldson, I think. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, it's, it's open. They open it up around 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning and you can sit down and you know, you could park and they got little park benches and they got a little play area for kids. And you can watch, you know, planes take off and land. And it's kind of neat depending on which runway they're using on any given day. And they even have like air traffic control frequencies you can listen on an app to kind of hear what's going on. They how doing. you can listen. Like they have like instructions, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. And, you know, I'm kind of an aviation nerd. So that's mm-hmm. fun for me. But on this one particular day... Uh, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was up early on this one Saturday or Sunday morning and so, you know, got up, and grabbed some Duncan, and I drove over there just as the cop was opening the gate. So I was like the first one there. Perfect time. To pull in. And the second person to show up was a mom and her young toddler, mm-hmm. which I just thought that was sweet. You know, maybe the kid couldn't sleep or he was up and she just thought, all right, let's. You know, let him play in the play area. Yeah. And this kid's he had driving like, me let's, let's get out of the house. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I, I was used thinking. To take my kid there all the time too. And the kid had a uh he had like a little toy airplane, so you could tell like he was into it. Yeah. You know, he was happy to be there. And then mom pulled out a a bubble machine. Ooh. And well, not even a machine, but it was like uh Yeah, it's a bubble, it's an automatic bubble I guess. maker. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like waving the thing around and Yep, you can do that, a bubble wand. Right. And the kid is just like in heaven and just watching this bubbles in place. This mother and son and this relationship play out and just So sweet. Watching them have this time together and the and just the way she was making him so happy was really fun to watch. It took my attention away from the airplanes. Anyway, I bring this up because with that in mind, I learned that bubble machines might actually repel mosquitoes. So if this works, it's two birds with one stone. Because you're keeping your kid entertained and avoiding mosquitoes. There's a viral hack that claims mosquitoes hate bubble guns. Mm. Is this true? Because mm. I've got like, we have a ton of bubble machines at our house. Well, we've seen posts like this, viral posts that date as far back as 2011, um, you know, one part of the claim is that mosquitoes hate soap. But someone asked a bug expert who said the bubble solution itself doesn't matter. Mosquitoes are drawn to things with a floral scent. So you have to know that if the bubbles are scented, it could actually attract more of them. Oh, that's good to know. Um, but if anything, the wind created by a bubble gun might discourage them from getting too close because they're not strong flyers. Okay, well, that makes sense, too. But the fans in those things are pretty weak, so I suppose any normal fan would probably do more than a bubble machine. But, yeah, in theory, the bubbles could keep mosquitoes at bay by creating obstacles for them to fly around, but there's not much evidence for it. They say you'd have better luck... Wearing bug spray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that's their top tip, I guess. I'll tell you what. The bugs are nuts out. Like, we were at uh, cheer practice last night, and I even sprayed, and I have, like, three bites on each leg. 
I was dealing with them Sunday morning. I went out for a cup of coffee. I was sitting on the porch, and you know the sun was out, but it was mild. You know, it was before mm-hmm. the humidity kicked in. Mm-hmm. They're like fresh meat. Really, this hour of the morning? Come on. <laughs> They're still hungry. They're up late. I guess so. Anyway, I was going to spray myself. Smell like bug spray all day, so I just went inside. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ruining it, mosquitoes. Fine. Yeah, you win. Second aid update coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.